0: Hello and welcome to another special All Villa No Pillar. Me and Frankie are back to review Villa's comeback draw against Man United. We'll also look back on the Australia trip more generally, from which Stevie G's men return as Queensland Cup winners, a trophy to sit proudly next to the European Cup replica down at Villa Park. But before we get into all that, Frankie, how have you been? Yeah, uh,
1: doing all right. I worked to the Farnborough Air Show all week. I right. Never How really is- thought. Yeah, never really How thought I'd be. Never in my life have I thought I'd go. You know, to an air show, but I got offered. Of, you know, to do some TV stuff there, and uh, you, didn't,
0: you didn't. You didn't fly a Spitfire or anything there.
1: Uh, I did see a Spitfire. <laughs> I tried to sneak into it, but they managed to catch me before I did, which is very annoying. Um I'd have flown over it, flown over to Cardiff, and just flown over your roof just like you know <laughs> <laughs> waiting for you to come out take you out take it in um <laughs> and then uh, um yeah maybe flown up to the burby you your ground after that and then like, let loose <laughs> um it'd be an improvement on their stand wouldn't it the way that no, exactly
0: do the demolition work for them
1: yeah yeah so it was a great experience honestly i really enjoyed it to be honest um and uh also the uh Hotel we stayed in was quite an experience. Um, they they put us up in a hotel people were working with, and uh, it was a, it was it was a hotel and spa. So I thought to myself before, I was like, "How can I get away with expensing a massage or a facial <laughs> or something?" You know. Um, but then when we got there, on the sign, the spa bit was crossed out, so right. it was no longer a spa. It was truly. Um, like, Faulty Towers, the sequel. It was <laughs> Faulty Towers for the TikTok generation. Um, like, nothing I've ever experienced before in my life. Um, so, if ever a Birmingham City fan says to me, um, Mike, is there anywhere you'd recommend maybe I could go on holiday or, you know, go on a honeymoon with the missus? I'll say to him, do you know what? Apart from North Korea, there's a, <laughs> a lovely hotel and spa in uh, Farnborough. Uh, and I strongly recommend that you, you stay there. Um, you will definitely definitely not be woken up at three a.m. in the morning by some randomer walking into your room, which did happen. So, yeah, uh, that was that was my week.
0: Who knew who knew the Farnborough Air Show would get so wild for you, Frankie?
1: Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm kind of kind of, uh, but yeah, great experience. Farnborough Air Show. I strongly recommend it. If you ever get a chance to go, it's uh, get to see some you know, cool stuff and meet some interesting people.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Well, f- speaking of things flying high, uh, we uh, we ended our we ended our tour of Australia quite quite positively yes. in the end after after what was a sort of a very ropey first half against Man United. We'll talk about the the tour as I say more more generally, but if we if we focus first on the game against Man United uh, today, it finished uh, two all. Um, very much a game of two halves, to use that horrible expression. Um, is that how you saw it, Frankie? Uh, yeah, completely. Um...
1: I mean, let's first mention the conditions. I mean, it's tough for oh my God, I know. anybody to play. When it, when it rains in Australia, it <laughs> rains. It really rains, uh, as I experienced not too long ago. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the pitch reminded me of a battlefield from Game of Thrones, perhaps. Uh, you know, Jon Snow looking out there at Ser Bruno of House Fernandez doing battle with
0: Sir Diego of House Carlos Matty, Matty Cash was uh, was repeatedly wiping the uh, the hairspray out of his eyes, wasn't he? Like, he was, uh, yeah. He was he was struggling there a bit, wasn't he?
1: Yeah, it was a tough old time for him, and uh, yeah, know, Fernandez going down after a brief touch on his shoulder by Diego Carlos. Honestly, what there was one time in first half, Fernandez going down was silly, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, um, I thought that uh, first half was quite concerning, considering mm. that that was the general formation we were playing last season it makes me think it might be what Gerard is aiming to start the season with and you know you could perhaps argue that we weren't quite prepared for a ten Hag Manchester United we don't really they're a bit of an unknown quantity in some ways um, they were able to cut off all of our passing lanes from defence going forward so um. We were constantly losing it um, when they were putting us under pressure. Sancho's had a really good um, preseason. Looks like a player is perhaps going to come alive this season. And Rashford looked a little bit more um, positive than he did last season. Um, but Villa, yes. Uh, the Coutinho, Ings and Watkins trio. It has worked at times last season, but overall, I can't say I, thought, I think it's been a roaring success uh and today was another example where it didn't really work it is only pre-season it may be different but as the season starts but villa by far improved second half with uh, let's face it leon bailey was the catalyst for that uh, he was absolutely fantastic um if you know i've done a lot of bundesliga highlights over the years so I've watched him a lot of Bayer Leverkusen. I know I know he's a really talented player. Last season there were moments he showed that, but overall, with injuries and just form generally, wasn't a year that he'd want to remember. If he can maintain the hard work he showed, you know, when he trapped back and tackled, I can't remember exactly who it was, but he, you know, he basically worked really hard. He's shown really good form in preseason and a fantastic goal he scored. Uh, he gave uh, Man United's defense the runaround. When he got in behind their fullbacks, uh, if he can be that player for Villa this season, it is you know to, for a cliche a a new signing. So um, yes, he was really good. Wendia has to start every game. I keep saying it. He's is exceptional but um you
0: know i'll say a bit more but george
1: i've ranted on enough here what did you think <laughs> of it
0: <laughs> no i was i was nodding away because i i i was agreeing with uh with, with with everything you were saying there um yeah first half we just didn't really lay a glove on united at all um no. that diamond formation that we we started the game with um far too narrow bogged down in midfield, field literally in given the conditions um and then yeah second half much much better that 433 really seems to suit us at the moment we've got the players to play in that formation and and bailey looks like a man you know um he's done he's done well i think pre-season but obviously today he really showcased what he's all about i think he's got a lot of hunger and wants to prove a lot of people a lot of doubters wrong you know i mm-hmm. think i think there's probably a fair few villa fans out there who given how you know he performed last season again it's, a lot of it wasn't really his fault he just had this horrible sort of injury record it seemed that every time he you know touched the ball he would go down clutching his hamstring or something so um, he looks fitter he looks yeah as I say more more um, more, more up for it he wants to he wants to prove himself in a villa shirt and uh, yeah he showcased what he's all about that's exactly why we why we signed him you know direct quick pacey can get at players um, you know not scared at taking anyone on. You know, United obviously aren't the United of um, of a few years ago, and, and and obviously it's a preseason game. But um, you know, good opposition, obviously, for him to come up against. You know, like mm-hmm. I think I think Luke Shaw was that side of the pitch. You know, was the England international, and um, so so you know he was tested and 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 came through that test really really well. So Gerard said post match he's given him food for thought in terms of making that starting eleven. Uh, and if he starts in the formation does have to change because he's he is a, he is a winger he's a he's a wide player so we have to change shape to accommodate him if he does start in in, mm-hmm. in against uh, against Bournemouth and yeah as you say Buendia has to start every time i've seen him in pre-season i think he's been a star pre-season for me personally and in, in the in the minutes he's played he's he's hungry he's passionate he gets stuck in you know there was an amazing moment where he sort of I don't know if he lost the ball or the ball was played out just in front of him, but he, he sort of leapt into a tackle, won the ball, leapt into another tackle, won it, and was, was eventually thrown off the ball by um, by Eric Bailly, I think it was, Yeah. he sort of came together a bit. Yeah. Um, you know, he's just so... He's so kind of committed, isn't he? And He's, and, like, a,
1: and, he's like a street fighter. Yeah, he's totally. like a real, yeah. like, a really skillful street fighter of a player, um, just a mercurial battling. The way he can... Uses size to just fight off much bigger players, yeah. Um, you know, somebody you'd fight in Street Fighter, uh, you know, would it be Buenos Aires or something like that? <laughs> and uh, that's, that's Ryu, to, yeah. and he's just he's beating up Ryu and then Bison, just <laughs> getting them in a little headlock, like blocking them off
0: like that, yeah. But he's still, that's the thing. Him. I mean, he's he's, I think, because of his size, it's that low center of gravity, isn't it? He just he kind of like he, he, he's very good at shielding the ball, and and yes, and, yeah. and he is strong for. For, for someone who is quite small physically, I guess, he's, 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 he's like a bit of ul- little terrier, isn't he? Um. So, so he's, yeah, for me, he's, he's got to start. I mean, Coutinho hasn't really impressed me that much this season, but, but then there's that difficulty with, well, you know, Gerard signed him and, you know, they he, play together and everything else. So he has kind his of, moments of genius. He, he does. Listen, I, game winner, so. Of course, of, co- of yeah. course, again, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to dismiss him at all, but he's a different type of player to Buendia. Yeah. Um, and, um, and, 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 that can benefit us. I mean, don't forget, obviously this season, we, we've got five subs to play with, um, and, and, and having squad depth and the ability to change things is going to be more important this season than it has been previously. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we've got that depth now to change formations, to go from a diamond to a four, four, three to something else. If, if it's not working, change mm-hmm. personnel, and mix it up. So, um, so yeah, you know, as I said, second half, we, we were a much better team with Bendia and, uh, and uh, Bailey there, um, and then yeah, I'm trying to think of other other players. You know, McGinn was very physical and aggressive. That's one thing I've kind of noticed about McGinn all through preseason. He's—I don't know whether this is something that Gerard has asked him to be, but he's—he has been pretty physical. He's always had that in his locker. I think he's always enjoyed that part of the game. But I, I, think, I, I think that that lead tackle was overblown. I, oh, I, totally. I yeah, yeah. I, I, no, I don't
1: understand why it was such like. It was, and then
0: that the Leeds player was fine. Wait, later. So oh like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, nothing wrong yeah, with that tackle. Yeah, against United, he did a few
1: naughty challenges. He, he did. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but I, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say, uh, he's he's you know he's an aggressive player. But what I mean is, it, it just he, feel, I feel like he's more physical. I don't know if that's a, again, it's a, it's a change or something. Gerard asked him to be a bit more kind of like, you know, yeah, as physical and, and get stuck into to tackles, not in a dangerous way, but. But in a in a in a kind of a different way that he might be used to doing, um, perhaps another street fighter. Yeah, He's yeah. Fighting because... on the streets of Edinburgh, <laughs> I think, I think, like one of the one of the criticisms of Villa in perhaps under Dean Smith. And maybe before him too is that we're just a bit too lightweight a bit too kind of nice yes yeah we are too, um yeah, that's but, but with but with McGinn there Diego Carlos who's an absolute unit yeah Wendy uh, really Dia, Very uh now Kamara now you know um mm. y- 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 we, we we seem to be a lot more physically imposing which I think yes. is an important part of of any successful team I think really you have to have that bite about you win games dirty if necessary Yeah, that, that's part and parcel of, uh, of, of competing at the highest level so I think I've got nothing against McGinn being a bit more aggressive if that's what you've been asked to do because mm-hmm. I think it's an important part of the successful side
1: yeah I'm hopeful forward to get to see more of his attacking play this season with Kamara in behind and prote- perhaps protecting him more but also I think um, Carlos uh, has impressed me he's just very physical guy isn't he he's big Struggle, just that kind of presence, I don't think we've really had, mm. if I'm honest. Um, and it'll be interesting to see whos who he'll be the starting centre-back. Yeah. Big signing. Mm. I, th- I think I'd be inclined to think that of will be the his partner. But looking at the form of Chambers in yeah. pre-season... Mm. I think that place is up for grabs, and I am not a hundred percent sure what our centre back partnership is going to be this season yet. has no. to come back in, obviously he played a bit today. He played today against United um, with, after that injury, but yeah, I, I think we've we've got some good options there now. Um, there are three three players that you could to to go beside Carlos, that the three high quality players really. Um, that's going to be get interesting. <laughs> Corny horse, yeah, that's going to be an interesting position to watch this season, I think, and to, mm. to work out what our centre-back partnership ends up being. Also, do you remember last season, George, when I asked you, spicy question, who's the youth player you're most excited about? And who did I say? I said my man, Kane Kessler-Hayden. Young player of the season, having spent half a season at Swindon, mm. then starting from Milton Keynes-Dons in League 1, And they finished third in the table. I'm telling you, George, today against Manchester United, we saw further signs of why I think this guy is a very special little player. uh, If he plays in the way, if he plays consistently in the way he did against Manchester United, including one through ball that was so exceptional, it was the best ball of the game, through to Leon Bailey, I think it was, a couple of runs where he really bamboozled United. I have a feeling he's, he might stick around, you know, at Villa, considering the five substitute thing. He's a different attack. Um, Gerard loves his attacking fullbacks. If it's not working with Cash attacking during the game, because Cash will be the starting right back, Kester Hayden's not a bad player to come on at all and yeah. offer a different attacking impetus. Mm. So I veer towards thinking Kane Kester Hayden may well stay at Villa this season. We shall see. But I think with the five-substitute thing, he's, not, he's got a better chance of playing more Premier League minutes than he would have with the three substitutes. Yeah. Um, but we shall see. I was yeah, no,
0: very impressed I, with the young man. I was, I was equally impressed. I mean, he got the assist for Archer in the last game against Brisbane Raw. Yes. Um, uh, and, and I don't think, you know... Gilbert's done enough in pre-season, I think, to impress Gerard. I mean, he wasn't even in the squad today, I don't think. So, if if Gerard decides to let Gilbert go, um, which I mm-hmm. t- absolutely see happening, then obviously that frees up that kind of you know backup reserve spot at right back for for Cash and, and maybe Kesler Hayden will, will will come in there and do that, but you know it's 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 great to have these options as i say it's all part of having a really good squad and he's Big one decisions. of our own he's one, one of, of our, our own. own another
1: one, one of our own, own. what
0: i know Whoa. i know a I know. generation it's, of talent we it's it's amazing but but it's all i mean it, as I said a few shows back, you know this this ongoing issue with Carney's contract, and you know would he stay? Would he go? More likely now heading, but it looks like he's he's heading out the door. Yeah. Um, but the blow is very much softened by the fact that we've got you know some some excellent players coming through now. You know, Casper Hayden's is obviously one of them, but Tim Robben. But came on, um, and and. I thought did did well again against United. I thought we did yep. excellently against Brisbane Roar when he came on as a, as a substitute. Yeah. Um. You know, does he stick around? Do we loan him out? Do we do we hang on to him? Um. You know, mm, as I said, these are options for Gerard to consider. I mean, what I, what I like about you know we brought uh, Neil Critchley in from from Blackpool. You know, he, he's he's a former. I th- I think I'm pretty sure he's a he's a former youth. Uh, coach at Liverpool, mm-hmm. someone who's very skilled at bringing through uh, younger players. So having him around, as well as Gerard, who also used to be a, a youth coach um, before he moved up to Rangers uh, at, uh, at Mel, was it Melwood, the, the Liverpool's training ground? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, um, yeah. So, so he, so both of them, I think, I think will want to see young players develop and do well and play for the club. So they're in, you know, they're all in really good hands, I think. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, if they can push for starting spots or just just appearing in Cup matches or or, or or you know coming on as subs in, in Premier League games, who knows? It's great. You want to see yeah, Archer and yeah, and, and all these players get get involved this season, I think. hmm Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: Um, it's it's really exciting to see all these young players coming through. George, we won the Queensland Cup. Our rich history of pre-season trophies, the Queensland Cup, the Peace Cup, the Intertoto Cup, and lest we forget the man walking out of the birth <laughs> ball trophy. Yeah. That picture of John Terry and James, James Chester looking so happy. Yeah. I'm sure John Terry is thinking of ways to sell that as an NFT right now. <laughs> it can make
0: so much out of it.
1: Yeah. You yeah. make I think nothing so. Because it's all just worth nothing now, isn't
0: it? I, t- I tell you what, they don't make cups like pre-season cups, do they? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a shame that there's not kind of a, a distinctive, you know, cup in a legitimate competition that, that looks like the man walking out of the ball cup. That was, mm. um, that is, that is really a work of art, I think. Um, and, uh, yeah, well, I'll tell you what, let's, let's talk about the other matches then uh, briefly, um, uh, in, uh, in Australia, we, yeah. we have touched kind of on the, on the Leeds and, and Brisbane Royal games, but, um, yeah. What, what do you think? I mean, have a look at the, think back to the Leeds game. I know it was going back a, a few days now. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but yeah, what it was quite it was quite a, a, a physical game, wasn't it? Because everything was pre-season. They, they, they do not really let, you know, the, the, they, did, yes. they did sort of Le- Leeds quite game. aggressive.
1: Uh, I wasn't able to see Brisbane Raw game because I was uh, working very long hours. So I just, I had no chance to see it. But the uh, Leeds game, I got, got to see a good portion of that. And yes, very physical. Um, I thought, it was, it was all right. I think first half, Leeds probably started the better, but then Villa kind of came into it and were pretty dominant. Um, I liked the look of Kamara and uh, personally thought Carlos, um, as I say, I think this what I've seen of him this pre-season has been really good. Um, but, you know, it is only pre-season, so you can't read too much into results, but it is positive that we've managed to get Two wins and then a, f- a fighting comeback draw with an mm. equalizer in the last second against Manchester United. That all helps, yeah. you know, mentally um, for the team to prepare. And also, you know, you got to say Aston Villa's general um, kind of uh, the way they've presented themselves in Australia has come across extremely well. I think it's been a big win for Aston Villa. Um, we get a lot of listeners from Australia. Hello to all of you who are listening or watching on YouTube. Uh, subscribe, please. Um, yes, I, I think uh, it, it's been, you know, I, I've had a friend of mine um, send me a few videos and pictures of him meeting all the players um, when they were training on the, the Gold Coast. And Australia, Also, oh, sorry, um, Villa made it um, open. So all the fans were able to just meet the players with ease. And the players were brilliant, stopping and chatting to them and everything. And uh, you got to see training, and the one thing uh, my friend and Oz told me was that he's, he was surprised at how hands-on in training Stephen Gerrard was because you mm. always hear about you know how Michael Beale was the brains of the operation, and you know Neil, now it'd be Neil Critchley, but um, yeah, Gerrard was very hands-on and very like you know drilling into players what he wanted. So that's that was quite an interesting observation, I thought. Um, you know, and it was fantastic to see all the fans in Brisbane, uh, the main building in the city centre by the Pig & Whistle pub, which I was at so recently. I wish I'd been there uh, for, the, for the tour, um, all lit up in the carrot and blue colours. Um, fantastic. And hopefully Villa have built, um, you know, a great relationship with the fans out there um, and uh, hopefully gain some more supporters out there. And uh, hopefully we'll be going back out there again in no time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, it was it was our first first tour of Australia, um, and yeah, as you say, I mean, great to see lots of, of Villa fans out there, and a, a chance for you know a lot of expats who who have moved over there to, to see Villa play. Who probably haven't been to Villa Park for a number of years um, yet. You know, they still they still follow the club and 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 watch watch the games and stuff. Mm-hmm. to Actually, see the players face to face. I think is a is a is is a big deal. Um, some really nice social media stuff. I, did you see the um, the Villa supporting uh, kid called Aston. Yes, lovely who, uh, stuff. Who was who was invited to the game? I think it was yeah. it was the Brisbane Roar game, and you know Gerard picked him up at school and stuff. I thought that was a really lovely nice, stuff, great, nice it? touch. um, no, Bozzi, no, um interviewing um, Martinez. You know, two two Villa great goalkeepers mm. speaking to each other. Um, so uh, so yeah, I mean it's 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 great. It's a really good profile for the club. Yeah, as as we know from people listening to our show, we've there, there are a lot of um, a lot of uh, fans in Australia who, who are really keen for like Villa content and want to know about the club and what's going on back on these shores. So it's um, it's fantastic. I mean, I, the one thing I wanted to ask you about the Australia tour, as good as it was, I mean, do you think there might be any issues in terms of? jet lag, because obviously they got to fly back and then they FG, yeah. they go to France to play Rennes next Saturday, and then obviously yep. the season begins away against Bournemouth um, after that. So, do you think that might be, might be a slight concern or issue?
1: Um, I mean, yeah, they did a lot of travelling. Lots. Of, I mean, obviously a lot of travelling um, and travelling within Australia as well. It's quite a long way from Townsville to uh, uh, Perth. I think it's probably hmm. quite sort of eight-hour, nine-hour round trip, considering the way you'd have to go. But, yeah, um, yeah, uh possibly. Um, but I'm kind of hopeful that Villa are prepared for that, you know, that we know what players are capable of and uh have conditioned them well enough to, and played them to the right amount that they're not overexerting themselves or putting themselves in trouble. So, no, I'm I'm pretty hopeful it will be all right. And yeah, and, look, and, and
0: and all the all the Premier League teams do it, don't they? I mean, yeah, I think yeah, Liverpool exactly. were in Thailand, weren't they? Uh, and, yeah. and then and then Chelsea were in the states. So you know, it, it's what it's what they do these days, isn't it? So it, yeah. it's not like it's a disadvantage, I suppose, for, for us. Um, yeah, no, it was a it was a great it was a great tour. Really good to kind of watch it, um, here as well, and and just to get a sense of just how big you know we are. A, we are, We know we're a big club, of we're course. Massive. Um, but, but, but seeing seeing the support over there, it just sort of really underlined that fact that you know we're not just we're not just a big club here. We're a big club all over the world, Frankie. Very true. All Villa, no
1: filler on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram.
0: Welcome back, everybody. Now it is time for this. Things are
1: about to get as hot as a British heatwave, which surprisingly is really, really hot. Um, it's the spicy question. And George, I'm asking you, the Villa need to make any more signings in this transfer window?
0: Well, um, I mean, we, how, how many have we made so far? We've signed Augustinson, mm-hmm. left back. We've signed um, Kamara. We've made Coutinho permanent. Mm-hmm. We have brought Carlos Diego Carlos. Is that four we've made so far?
1: And Robin Olsen permanently. And right? Robin
0: Olsen mm-hmm. permanently. That's true. So five and um, uh, all in positions. I think that we probably needed strengthening in, which is which is great. Uh, I mean, for me, the one and I spoke to you this. I spoke to you about this uh, after the United game, actually. Um, I'm slightly worried about our sort of striking options um, for a couple of reasons, really. I I mean, I know you can't really judge too much on pre-season, as important as it is to kind of get a sense of what our best sort of formations and and personnel are ahead of the the start of the new campaign. Mm -hmm. Um, They haven't performed particularly well. I mean, let's have a think. I think Ings has scored one. Yeah, scored three against Leeds. Watkins has scored one against mm. Warsaw. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. If we if we yeah, if we take, take that game before the Australia tour. And then in which case Archer has scored two against Warsaw and uh and uh Brisbane. Um you know, is is that something to be worried about? I don't know. I just I kind of I kind of I do wish we've strengthened everywhere else on the the field, midfield and defence. I just worry a little bit about our striking options and how that's going to work, you know, because, you know, the age old debate, can Watkins and Ings play together, in my opinion, I don't think so. In which case, then, who do you start with as a single striker up front? I'm I'm sure there's lots of Villa fans that would love to throw Archer into it, but I just think he's you know that's a lot of pressure for a player so young to come in and you know expect to score as many goals as we'd want him to score in the Premier League. I'm not saying he, he lacks confidence or ability. I just think it could be just an age thing. I think he's he's maybe just maybe he might need another loan somewhere, or, or or might just need to be a bit more of a bit part player this season oh, yeah. uh, for Villa. Um, and then if you're looking at Watkins and Ings, you know, Ings hasn't really set the world alight since joining from Southampton, as prolific as he was there. Um, and then Watkins again sort of came into it. And I personally probably would start with Watkins, but um, uh, but I, I don't know. I'm just, there's a bit of me that's slightly concerned about our, our striking options at the moment.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'd say our strikers are uh, is that a cat I'm seeing in your video right there? Very, very <laughs> nice. <laughs>
0: what, yeah, it is. What, you got This is uh, this is Mabel. Um, uh, oh, what she you? is she is a big Cameron Archer, she's a fan. lunatic. She's a
1: lunatic, she,
0: she, yeah, she's she's insane.
1: she be a hooligan, I'm telling you. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I yes, a strike, then, then it's not perfect up front, no, Ollie Watkins. Uh, I, I really like him. I rate him very highly. I think he's a really good player and perhaps gets him fairly maligned at times. But yes, does he have flaws in his game? Yes. Uh, his first touch is not always great and his hold up play isn't always great, but he does get in positions to score goals. I think he should aim for 15, 16 a season. I think he's got that in him um, considering the positions he gets into and the chances he has. But um, the fact is he's got a couple of flaws in his game. Um Ings I, I, I've been I've been on the fence about this for a long time with Ings I, I, I don't fully understand what, what the signing was totally about mm. uh, a year ago sort of solved a problem we didn't really have we did need another striker but I'm not sure Ings was necessarily it. but look he is a great player he's a great striker and he may yet go and score a load of goals for Villa. you can't write that off happening um, no. he's a very talented player and he did get some decent assists last season and he'd, he'd like to get more goals I'm sure this year but does that part, does their partnership work there were games it did Southampton 4-0 was an example of that um, but on the whole did it look too convincing probably not hmm. um, so yes I think a striker is probably something that uh, we could get um, but is there room in the squad for one was somebody would have to make way, you would assume. And Cameron Archer, obviously a lot of hype about him. He's very young. There's a lot of pressure to put on someone like that. But, you know, in the end, he's going to have to get his chance in the Premier League. He's done enough, really, with England and with uh, Preston uh, and with the Villa, you know, in the Carling Cup last season, that great header against Chelsea. So he certainly is going to get a chance in the Premier League. Um, I'd be inclined to think he'll go on loan. But I also wouldn't be surprised if he stays. As I say, the five-substitute thing might mean that he gets a little bit more game time than he necessarily would have with three subs. Um, But other than that, I think Villa's transfer business, um, Bubikar Kamara, exactly what Villa needed, the exact position we have been railing about since the dawn of time, since dinosaurs walked the earth. I have been saying, rearing up at T-Rexes, Villa need a CDM. And they have nodded in agreement. So, um, yes, we finally, I think, have solved that with a player who is very dynamic and high quality and has great experience at Marseille and in the Champions League and is also now a French international. How nice is that? And Diego Colas is that physical, quite a bit of nastiness there, I think. Um, good on the ball is he's, he's, he's that presence I think we needed in at centre-back. So, I think we've done a really good job. Or... I'm optimistic that we've done a really good job and that it will pay dividends this season. A couple of our players also have an extra year of experience, Buendia uh, and Leon Bailey, if he can continue his preseason form into this season, you know, that's that's really positive. So, um, yes, cautiously optimistic that we don't need to do any more business really, but maybe others who disagree with that and perhaps with one another midfielder or
0: i think i think a lot i thought i think a lot might hinge on on who on who goes now uh, perhaps um yes. you know there's we have we have a fair few fringe players now obviously they're not going until we get a club who's willing to take take them off our hands um and pay the money for them um you know if Keenan davis Say moves to Forest or something, then then maybe that would free up a spot for a for a, a striker or Cameron Archer. If the decision is made to send Cameron Archer back out on loan. Then you know, then we really would be lacking. So I think you'd have to bring someone in there, wouldn't you? So yeah, we'll we'll have to wait and see. I mean, I'm like you, Frankie. Really, I I, I think. You know, in a dream world, we'd sign a, an amazing striker, and, and and all my all my desires will have come true. But yeah. uh, as things stand, I'm really happy with the business that we've done. I'm really happy that we did most of it um, at the very start uh, of of the transfer window, um, and and managed to get kind of all the new players involved in preseason. Which is, I don't think you can underestimate just how important that is to get mm-hmm. them knowing the formations, the other players, you know. You know, get them involved uh, with with all of that. So that's a huge thing, I think, for us. I think that will benefit us from the start of the season through through throughout. So uh, yeah, happy with the way things are. I'd be happy with starting with this squad um, uh, against Bournemouth. Uh, But you know, hearing hearing you know journalists like Ashley Priest and 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 other other uh, journalists as well, it doesn't seem like um, business is done. Um, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't be surprised to see some more players come in but yeah very happy with how things are at the moment OK thank you everybody for listening I've been your host George Alinsky at Frankie I'll catch you later Catch you a bit George up the Villa up the Villa and it's goodbye from me we will be back again soon obviously we play at Red next Saturday before the big one against Bournemouth so there'll be plenty to talk about in the coming days I'm sure but until then come on Super Aston Villa Thank you.